0: Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God, for uh, today's reading on September the 4th, the second half of uh, part two of September the 4th. Lord, give us the ears to hear. Help us hear the voice that's in our voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Help me to hear the Holy Spirit, Lord. Give us the ears to receive and humble enough to humble us to receive your, your message to us, Lord, that we may not miss the honor of the time taken, Lord, of that we take, Lord, to learn your word. Give us the fruit of our labor, Lord God, and humble us that we may receive your honor, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Uh, 2 Corinthians 7, 8 to 16. I, Paul, am not sorry that I sent that severe letter to you, Corinthians, though I was sorry at first, but I know it was painful to you for a little while. Now I'm glad I it, sent it, not because it hurt you, but because the pain caused you to repent and change your ways. It was the kind of sorrow God wants his people to have, so you were not harmed by us in any way. For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There's no regret for that kind of sorrow. But worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. Just see what the godly sorrow produced in you, such earnestness, such concern to clear yourselves, such indignation, such alarm, such longing to see me, such zeal and such a readiness to punish wrong. You showed that you have done everything necessary to make things right. My purpose then was not to write about who did the wrong or who was wronged. I wrote to you so that in the sight of God you could see for yourselves how loyal you are to us. We've been greatly encouraged by this. In addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was about the way all of you welcomed him and set his mind at ease. I had told him how proud I was of you, and you didn't disappoint me. I've always told you the truth, and now my boasting to Titus has proved true. Now he cares for you more than ever, when he remembers the way all of you obeyed him and welcomed him with such fear and deep respect. I am very happy now because I have complete confidence in you. Amen.
0: Amen. Let me go ahead and read today's study on Second Corinthians 7, 8 through 11. Uh-huh. So you can... Uh... <clears throat> Get your thoughts together before okay. I ask you for your commentary, okay. Anna. Paul mentions here a ser- Paul mentions here a severe letter that he had written earlier to confront the Corinthians about some sins they needed to deal with. This letter has been lost, but apparently it had caused the people to turn from sin and change course. Wow! I didn't know there was. Lost letters of Paul, too. For sorrow for our sins can result in change behavior. Many people are sorry only for the effects of their sins. Check that out. Or being caught. They're sorry for that. Wow. This is sorrow which lacks repentance. Compare Peter's remorse and repentance with Judah's bitterness and suicide. Both denied Christ, one repented and was restored to faith and service, and the other took his own life. Paul affirmed that Corinthians, for their right response for this his correction, is difficult to accept criticism, correction, or rebuke with poise and grace. It is much more natural to be defensive and then counterattack. We can accept criticism with self-pity, thinking we don't really deserve it. We can be angry and resentful. But a mature Christian should be gracious, graciously, accept criticism, sincerely evaluate it, and grow from it. Have you been criticized recently? How have you reacted? What benefits can you derive from it? Okay, Anna, give me some feedback, please
1: well it's interesting how he sent it was like he rebuked them for whatever they were what was going on I don't know what they were doing but um, he sent a letter just calling them on what they were doing and that caused them to turn their minds towards God back again so um, I mean we do have to have correction in our lives um, because we're not always right and, um, and that's a good thing. It's I guess how how we accept the criticism, you know, do you do it with grace? do you do it with humbleness? Do you, do you accept it right away? I think in a human way, that's not always the case. I know myself, I've been, you know, when I was criticized, I would get defensive or, or whatever, and that's just the na- normal instincts of human beings that they don't want to be, Criticized.
0: Well, we, yes.
1: And so, you know, I think something can be said from this is that, you know, um, you know, it turned around for him. In this case, it really worked for them. You know, they basically turned their, their away from the sin that was happening. Um, and all, all was okay. But he said uh, it was hard for him to do it for a little while okay I was it says I was sorry at first but I know it was painful to you for a little while So sometimes it's painful for a little while I guess and then you just you know you if your heart it changes it changes in time but again, there's some people that just can't take risks of period
0: But you, know, you um, know God has deposited it just came to me as you were talking that God has deposited love into our hearts uh-huh. That it goes deeper than our hurts and our, and our actions and our evaluations and justice. Uh, earlier, we are talking about in uh, Psalm 82 where it says, God sits among the councils in the heavens, so the gods in the heavens, you know. So, in other words, the, we sit at the seat of, the, of God's love in our hearts and then we see our past life. And that's that's the one that's getting criticized. Her past life. Yeah. So why should we defend a dead person, a person that was, yeah, he was wrong. He was a sinner. That was his natural. He didn't yeah. couldn't avoid it. That's the only operating system he had till he became born again. Right. Okay. So then you say, did you steal it? Yep. Did you drink it? Yep. Did you connive it? Yep. Everything. Yep. Yeah. You're. right. I agree. I agree. I was a sinner, a conniver, a jiver, and that's a that's the rightful response. But when I'm trying to, to get the defense, try to say, no, no, I did this, you know, no, I my, I was a sinner, and I needed salvation, and God came and, and saved me and set me right. I and I continue to mess up. I get angry. I get lonely. Tired. Defensive. Uh, but I've had to find out that my bottom operating system is Christ is there. Amen. His love is there. Yeah. And, and I acknowledge this I incinerate I, by I'm acknowledging. Still,
1: I'm still okay. It's okay that I messed up. Yeah. Thank God I'm a mess up.
0: Yeah, I'm a righteousness of God in Christ. And Christ, Christ Jesus, Jesus anyway. The enemy has tricked us so much yeah. that he wants to use our our selfishness, of pride yeah. to defend ourselves. And it's you know condemnation of our own self. Yeah. That's a habit.
1: That's what the problem is.
0: Self pity. Yeah. It's, it's, you,
1: it's no. It doesn't feel good when you're sitting there condemning yourself, saying, you know, oh, you know, you just, and you ponder on that, and it stays in your mind to where to the point where it does make you. That's why it doesn't feel good to get the criticism, because you're pondering it on so much, you start to feel even worse. But when you say, I'm the righteousness of God of Christ Jesus. Okay, I missed the mark. You know you. That's coming with I've been forgiven and yeah. I accept the forgiveness. forgiveness. you know, the, the, Beautiful. The, the
0: beauty of the problem would be is to acknowledge your 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 foundation again.
1: Yeah, because then
0: take it to Christ.
1: When the condemnation sets in, I've turned my head away from God and I put it on the enemy's tactics. So this way I'm putting my eyes on God on the finished work of Christ. That
0: yeah. there is
1: now no more condemnation when you're in Christ Jesus. Period.
0: Amen. Amen. So, but but you know, for, for so many years we have tried the yeah, wrong tools yeah. of self defense. That's yeah. why And you know it, we're not to blame, you know. We you, we we did the right choice when we accepted Jesus and we and we just we said, look, yeah, I'm guilty. I'm yeah, wrong. And this is it
1: was the right kind of sorrow God wants his people to have so you were not harmed by us in any way. Or the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation.
0: Yeah, it results in love for what God has done. You know, be rightfully, for, yeah. you know, you 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 actually say I I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses my right. my my soul, right. my salvation. I'm I'm whole through Christ Jesus. So you're calling those things that are not as so. Yeah. I am clean. I am sanctified in Christ Jesus. Yeah. His finished work at the cross was enough. To get me purified, brilliantly purified. I am brilliantly purified because the seed of my heart is lit up. So I, I, you know, I don't take condemnation from the enemy of Satan. I thank him when he starts condemning me. Oh, thank you. Praise, yes, I am a misfit. Hallelujah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> without my,
1: that I wouldn't need to say because it says there's no um, worldly sorrow lacks repentance and results in spiritual death. So if so I so
0: what's what's the re, lacks repentance because they're using the wrong tools to to justify themselves. Right. Remember pride, yeah.
1: self pride, anger, right. resentment.
0: Or who would have said it gets mad because your 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 uh, your your pride is identified. You're mad because you're identifying the person's uh, character defects, and you I don't like it. You know, you're 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 attacking my defense system, so I had to be, right. I had to you know try to find something about you and say right. something that just can to discombobrate you. But it's so easy. Jesus is so easy that people say, "Well, what's God's will for my life?" You know, God's will is we overhit the mark. Mm-hmm. His Already. His will for us is to be kind, mm-hmm. kind to ourselves, mm-hmm. kind to others, mm-hmm. and love. Another word for love.
1: You said something very important. I got the love of God in my heart. Mm -hmm. So the defense mechanisms kick in when, when you don't know that. And, you know, your identity gets lost in, you know, trying to defend that you are good. But since God's called you good, you're already good. And that's why sometimes people, you know. But
0: was I bad? Yeah, I was bad. I was a sinner, and I continue but, and I continue to mess up. Yeah, but it still does not uh, take away my foundation.
1: But my identity in Christ says I am a I am uh, righteous. I have overcome. That's, amen. The enemy is under my feet. I am uh, growing like a palm tree. Amen. You know I am prospering in my soul, even as uh, in my health, and even amen. as my soul prospers. So. You know, all the negative thoughts somebody speaks out about you causes those defensive mechanisms Or if to I'm up. speaking
0: negative thoughts of others, yeah. too. If I'm critical and so forth, I give that man five bucks, and I say, well, you know, like I was smoking a cigar, and that was just a line that he uses that's been working for him pretty good. I need food for my children and so forth. But I gave him the benefit of the doubt, and I told him, God, was going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, if you you got to pray for me if that's not true. I think that's what I told him. If you lie to me, you're going to have to pray for me. You know, you're going to have to work for this. He goes, I'm going to... And then he had a line for that one, too. And right away he says, I'm going to pray for you anyway. Regardless. So, you know. I
1: didn't get the feeling about the man.
0: You didn't get the feeling that he was off? No. That he was a con artist? No. Well, there you go. There's a person that has love of God, but he still likes his cigars. Yeah, right.
1: I thought, he didn't stop to say, do you have money? Nothing.
0: He was just passing by. He, was he almost, didn't turn
1: around and say, Give me money. He,
0: he said, I'm going to go there. try to
1: feed my grandchildren. I, I kind of just, I mean. Hey,
0: we got a few bucks. we like to join yeah, in. Yeah, you know. Um, I had a black <laughs> guy, a He had an one umbrella.
1: Time. He had, you know.
0: Three in the morning in Stockton. Oh, no, over there in Oakland. I'm delivering. And, and there already has been three reports of, of uh wallets taken and, and people truck drivers being uh, assaulted
1: uh-huh
0: and this big old black guys coming towards me and I'm pounding on the door in the on the, on the alley there to so the guys to open uh-huh. and he comes real close and i like dot, dot, and i look at him and he goes hey man you wouldn't have to have some money i gotta feed my kids or something uh-huh i mean was he feeding his kids feed at uh-huh. three in the morning man i gave him five bucks and he jumped and he hugged me <laughs> started crying, babe. Well, you know, like he started wow, crying. see he he, goes, that was real, he right? Goes, There's a bakery down there. For five bucks, I can get a kind oh. and it's open. And he ran down there. He started. He hugged me, cried, mm-hmm.
1: babe. You know, it, it's like I always remember what Joseph says is that um, it's better to to do it. Yeah, than not and not, uh, you know, if somebody's, who are we to say that person's
0: situation? Amen, you know, and, and I always thank those guys for having the courage to ask me, you yeah. know. I, I had reverse pride. I wouldn't even ask. I had too much pride, you know. You would say, open up. When a person doesn't open up and say, hey, I did wrong, and then the second yeah. part is, I need help. Can you help me? And that's asking God. I, I've done wrong. I shouldn't have drank and said those things. I need help because if he doesn't say that, he's bound to do it again. And needs he, he opened up. He needs to to have God put that, on that opening, go in there, and give him a a, a holding force. Hmm. Uh, okay, praying the Psalms, reflect on uh-huh, how God has protected you and loved you. Take time to remember. And think about who could be encouraged by it.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. okay? I mean, Dave, you thought about a couple of things? I thought about how you saved me when I spun out on the, on the ramp. ramp wow. When it was raining at 65 yeah. miles an hour. me too.
1: I, there was one time I spun out with my turquoise LeBaron in San Jose on the 680 freeway. Yeah. And there was no cars. No cars around. Eh? If they were, they were far away, babe. You, That You just reminded me of that when you said spun out. And then there was another time when I know I came home and I know it was the angels. And I came home and I said the angel was with me because it was this big truck. It was bumper to bumper traffic. And there's this big truck that kind of swung around like this. and came this close to hitting me. But I made it to the off side of the pavement. But when that was taking place, I was not in the normal realm because...
0: It was slow motion. Amen, amen. Okay. I remember I was with the, uh, I was changing lanes and I, I was uh, I was changing lanes with the semi, you know, all some sudden traffic was stopping and I changed lanes to the other side. I don't know, I don't know why I changed, I didn't see it, but they were stopped. Or they stopped all of a sudden, you know, cars. And I got a semi with a big old trailer. And I hit the brakes and closed my eyes because I thought I was gonna slam into that car. <laughs> Nothing. I didn't hit him.
1: Kinda like that Sully thing, huh? That was that was oh, that's a miracle. That is so beautiful. That yeah. was the Lord's hand was with him. The Lord's hand was with him they kept, in that
0: they, they kept wisdom. calm and they knew the yeah. basics. That's when, yeah. when, when sin happens with us we stay calm and we know the basics. You know, the turmoil is once you Horrific situation. Yeah. And just to praise the Lord. Thank God I'm a misfit. To get yeah. back on course. Yeah. Psalm 48, yeah. 1 through 14. How great is the Lord. How, How deserving of praise in the city of our God who sits in his holy mountain. It is high and magnificent. The whole earth rejoices to see it. Mount Zion, the holy mountain, in the city of a great king. Psalm 48:1-14, verse 3. God Himself is in Jerusalem towers, revealing Himself as His defender. Amen. The king of the earth joins forces and advances against the city. But kings, but when they saw it, they were stunned. They were terrified and ran away. They were gripped with terror and withered in pain like a woman in labor. You destroy them like a mighty ship of Tarshish, shattered by a powerful east wind. We had heard of the city's glory, but now we have seen it for ourselves. The city of the Lord of heaven's armies, it is the city of our God. He will make it safe forever. We have heard of the city's glory, but now we have seen it ourselves. The city of the Lord of heaven's armies. It is the city of our God. He will make it safe forever. O oh God, we meditate on your unfailing love as we worship in your temple. O oh God, we meditate on your unfailing love as we worship in your temple. As your name deserves, O oh God, you will be praised to the ends of the earth. Your strong right hand is filled with victory. As your name deserves, O oh God, you will be praised in the ends of the earth. Your strong right hand is filled with victory. Let the people of Mount Zion rejoice. Let all the towns of Judah be glad because of your justice. Go, inspect the city of Jerusalem. Walk around and count the many towers. Take note of the fortified walls and tour all the citadels. citadels, That you may describe them to future generations. For that is what God is like. He is our God forever and ever. He will guide us until the, we die.
1: Amen.
0: You notice how uh, it says right here: you humble yourself by by meditating on God's unfailing love and worship Him. As you do this, and as His name deserves, O oh God, He will be praised to the end of the earth. And then His strong, Jesus' right strong hand is filled with victory. And His victory alone—see, that's one one thing our pride doesn't let us give. We humble ourselves, we worship Him, we make ourselves think of His unfailing love and His faithfulness, and then we praise Him, and then we acknowledge His strong right hand, which His salvation has filled with victory. We are victorious in Christ Jesus because of what He has done, not anything we have done. It's all Jesus, it's all victory. Proverbs 22, 17, 19 says, Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instructions. It is good to keep the sayings in your heart, memorized, and always ready on your lips. I am teaching you today, yes, you, so you will trust in the Lord. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen. Okay, I'm going to...
0: September the 4th, <clears throat> reading taken from the uh, one-year Holy Study Bible, Living Translation. Father, give us ears to hear what your word says. Thank you, Holy Spirit, guiding us through this reading. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, maybe, uh, maybe Anna, please take us. Okay.
1: Um, we're on Ecclesiastes 7, 1 to nine eighteen, please.
0: To the next step.
1: You you bet. It says that a good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume. And the day you die is better than the day you are born. Better to spend your time at funerals than at parties. After all, everyone dies, so the living should take this to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for sadness has a refining influence on us. A wise person thinks a lot about death, while a fool thinks only about having a good time. Better to be criticized by a wise person than to be praised by a fool. A fool's laughter is quickly gone, like thorns crackling in a fire. This also is meaningless. Extortion turns wise people into fools and bribes corrupt the heart. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. Control your temper for anger labels you a fool. Don't long for the good old days. This is not wise. Wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Amen. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can Can save your life. Amen. That's awesome. Accept the way God does things. For who can straighten what he has made crooked? Enjoy prosperity while you can. But when hard times strike. Realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. I the teacher have seen everything in the meaningless life. Including the death of good young people. And the the long life of wicked people. So don't be too good or too wise. Why destroy yourself? On the other hand, don't be too wicked either. Don't be a fool. Why die before your time? Pay attention to these instructions, for anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes. Amen. Good wisdom. One wise person is stronger than ten leading, ten leading citizens in a town. Not a single person not a single person on earth is always good and never sins. Don't eavesdrop on others, you may hear your servant curse you, for you know how often you yourself have cursed others. I have always tried my best to let wisdom guide my thoughts and actions. I said to myself, I'm determined to be wise, but it didn't work. Wisdom is always distant and difficult to find. I searched everywhere, determined to find wisdom and to understand the reason for things. I was determined to prove to myself the wickedness is stupid and that foolishness is madness. I discovered that a seductive woman is a trap more bitter than death. Her passion is a snare and her soft hands are chains." Those who are pleasing to God will escape her, but sinners will be caught in her snare. This is my conclusion, says the teacher. I discovered this after looking at the matter from every possible angle. Though I have searched repeatedly, I have not found what I was looking for. Only one out of a thousand men is virtuous, but not woman, but not one woman. But I did find this, God created people to be virtuous, but they have, turned, they have each turned to their own downward path. How wonderful to be wise to analyze and interpret things. Wisdom lights up a person's face, softening its harshness. Obey the king since you vowed to God that you would. Don't try to avoid doing your duty and don't stand with those who plot evil for the king can do whatever he wants. His command is backed by great power. No one can resist or question it. Those who obey him will not be punished. Those who are wise will find a time and a way to do what's right. For there's a time for a way for everything even when a person's in trouble. Indeed, how can people avoid what they don't know is going to happen? None of us can hold back our spirit from departing none of us has the power to prevent the day of our death there's no escaping that obligation that dark battle and in the face of death wickedness will certainly not rescue the wicked I have thought deeply about all that goes on here under the Sun where people have the power to hurt each other I have seen wicked people buried with honor Yet they were the very ones who frequented the temple and are now praised, in the same city where they committed their crimes. This too is meaningless. When a crime is not punished quickly, people feel it is, it is safe to do wrong. But even though a person sins a hundred times and still lives a long time, I know that those who fear God will be better off. The wicked will not prosper, for they do not fear God. Their days will never grow long like the evening shadows. And this is not all that is meaningless in our world. In this life, good people are often treated as though they were wicked. And wicked people are often treated as though they were good. This is so meaningless. So I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. In my search for wisdom and in my observation of people's burdens here on earth, I discovered there is ceaseless activity day and night. I realized that no one can discover everything God is doing under the sun. Not even the wisest people discover everything, no matter what they claim. This, too, I carefully explored. Even though the actions of godly and wise people are in God's hands, no one knows whether God will show them favor. The same destiny ultimately awaits everyone, whether righteous or wicked, good or bad, ceremonially clean or unclean, religious or irreligious. Good people receive the same treatment as sinners, and people who make promises to God are treated like people who don't. Wow. Wow, yeah. It seems so tragic that everyone under the sun suffers the same fate. That is why people are not more careful to be good. Instead, they choose their own mad course and have no hope. There's nothing ahead but death anyway. There is hope only for the living, as they say. It's better to be a live dog than a dead lion. Oh. The living at least know they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, nor they are remembered. Whatever they did in their lifetime, loving, hating, and being is all gone. Long. It's it's all long gone. They no longer play a part in anything here on earth. So go ahead, eat your food with joy, and drink your wine with a happy heart. God approves of this. Wear fine clothes with a splash of cologne. (laughs) (laughs) Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. Amen. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God gives you is your reward. Amen. I'm a reward. You're my dividend, I'm a dividend. It gives you the reward for all your earthly toil. Hmm. Whatever you do well for when you go whatever to you whatever you do do well For when you go to the grave there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom I have observed something else under the sun the fastest runner doesn't always win the race and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance by being in the right place at the right time. People can never predict when hard times might come, like fish in a net or birds in a trap. People are caught by sudden tragedy. Here's another bit of wisdom that has impressed me as I have watched the way our world works. There was a small town with only a few people with a great king came his army and besieged it. A poor wise man knew how to save the town and so it was rescued, but afterward no one thought to thank him. So even though wisdom is far better than strength, those who are wise will be despised if they're poor. What they say will not be appreciated for long. Better hear the quiet words of a wise person than the shouts of a foolish king. Better to have wisdom than weapons of war but one sinner can destroy much that is good.
0: Better to hear the quiet words of a wise person Mm. than the shouts of a foolish king. Mm -hmm. Better to have wisdom than weapons of war, but one sinner can destroy much that That is good. good. There's quite a bit of stuff in here. Um, Yeah. I really like the parts, you know, because uh, I really like the parts. Well, one thing Jesus said... No one's good but God. Right. And uh, he, was, he was God.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know, but a lot of people couldn't understand that. So he said, no one's good but God. Not one is good. And um, so I like it where he says, don't be too wise or be too foolish. Why destroy yourself? And uh, I have ventured trying to be so righteous once. And now, you know, the category of righteousness. Um uh, Limits you from attending uh, family functions and so forth because you know you're going to get contaminated with evil,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's stupidity in itself because you avoided your loved ones. Uh, that's why I like uh, Pastor Jim Reed with balanced living because he says get it. he goes, that's why we have Saturday night church so you can go out there and have a picnic with your family and take your uncle, your dad, and and spend time with your family. You know, with well, those of you got and Sunday nights family time. Yes, Amen. So, and then, it says right here...
1: And, and plus, you know, we don't limit ourselves because we know that, it, that God might present an opportunity to give a testimony exactly, or to... Exactly, you know. Or to just, um, you know...
0: If you have wisdom in your heart and you're shining, like it says right here, brilliant, yeah. you know, because I can tell when a person reads in AA and when they don't. You know, when they got the face that's turned off or turned on, someone's home. Um, it's always more fun to talk to brilliant turned on people. And that you're right, when we're around people we're yeah, just Yeah, it gives right. us a chance
1: to encourage, you know, uh they 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 may not have uh they there's being need spiritual food coming in from somewhere.
0: So what yeah. uh, what are the best there's so much you read here it was just yeah, amazing. Just... I wish we would have gone a little slower. Okay. We might want to read it in another version. Okay, just to give us a smoother uh, like just like the uh, the easy to read version or the Good News Bible, it goes and hits some points where. The
1: okay, tonight we'll do that.
0: Okay. Because I I,
1: I I it was pretty. It's I, quite a bit. Yeah, it? it's quite a and bit, and it was pretty. Like there was a few nuggets there. Okay. okay is is like, uh, like number eleven, where it says wisdom is even better. Well, it does talk um, better to spend your time at funerals than at parties, though. I missed that one. After at the beginning. After all, everyone dies, so the living should take this to heart. And it does say, you know, you know, Jesus did mourn for Lazarus. He did, you know. It is uh, blessed for those who mourn, and they're going to get comfort. You know, it just. Um, so it's better to to reflect. I think I've heard you say it, reflect on, you know, when you go to a funeral, even if you don't know the person, sometimes you end up inside, you know, God ends up sort of softening your heart to reflect on, what am I doing, you know? It it is a chance for people to reflect and see where they're at in life and are they satisfied or do they need Jesus, you know? Um, So... You know, it, it, it's not good to think, well, I'm just going to go and have fun and, you know, drink at a party and dance all night and all that stuff. I think we all did that in our younger years. But um, I think it's, it's, you know, more more wise to be in an environment where, where you reflect on, you know, am I walking to my purpose or my destiny? What am I doing? Am mm-hmm. I accomplishing what God called me to be? You realize there's an emptiness that comes out sometimes when you're at a funeral, like, or that you should even appreciate those around you, you know, that you're not talking to or that you're estranged from, or it just sort of makes you reflect on what's important. And um, so I like, uh, it says it's better to be criticized by a wise person than to be praised by a fool.
0: Okay. Exactly.
1: And as we go in 11, it says wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. But the number one thing is that, you know, only wisdom can save you. You know, we have to look to the wisdom of God, just like Solomon asked for the wisdom to govern the people. God gave him the, the, the fame and he gave him the you know, the wealth to go with it. So wisdom has to be our primary, you know, getting the wisdom of God and learning more about God and Jesus and how he operated helps. And I think it says later, oh, it, can, it says it can save your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It can save your life. So um, that's beautiful.
0: Except, you know, it's uh, except the way God does things mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like enjoy again it says right here that wisdom um, wisdom is always distant and difficult to find I search everywhere determined to find wisdom and to understand the reason for things I was determined to prove myself that wickedness is stupid and that foolishness is madness Um, so you know, you find wisdom if, if you plea and search for it with all your heart and you pray, Lord, I need wisdom.
1: Right, for every situation.
0: And understanding is, is, is just a tool to, to, to towards the road to wisdom. Amen. Understanding is, is sin. You know, keep your hands from sin right. and, you, and you keep your road clear. Amen. We over hit the mark because uh, in Job 28:28 28, 28, right. it says, "The fear of the Lord, or, or seeking the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, is, is wisdom, wisdom yeah. and avoiding evil is understanding." As plain as simple as that. You know, Amen. stealing, talking bad about people, um, having bad thoughts—that's that's, that's uh, keeping yourself from wisdom. You. Be, what's the other the other road? Well, well we learned about. Today about Joseph Prince, the word curse is uh, is you're not facing grace,
1: right? Ooh, good point.
0: And you're and you're unlearning.
1: Yes, wow. You, know, you got
0: Beautiful. your back mm-hmm. turned against God's grace, mm-hmm. and you're dislearning wow. what's right. And then you become label of a, a fool because you're un, ungrateful, you're disgraced, and you achieved your goal. Then going towards God's grace is is Wisdom is grace is wisdom. I mean, uh, grace is a fruit of wisdom that it gives you long life. Well,
1: well, grace is the main. Jesus is our grace, and it's the main way we were to operate on this earth okay, under so His does grace. Grace
0: come before wisdom. You can say so, huh? Grace, uh, grace. Yeah,
1: comes. Jesus came with truth and truth. Receive
0: grace for free. And yeah. then you go towards yeah. having more wisdom, yes. so you yes. can help others. Yes,
1: grace came before wisdom. Jesus. The the one thing about what Pastor Prince mentioned today about the way the spelling of that went, it said it was a double. I don't know if he said double learning. You have to, you know, you don't get any grace because you're you're you got your back turned on this. You have to double, there's double learning going on, and you've got your back turned towards that, to the grace.
0: Amen. You know, uh, a lot of us can, uh, our hope needs to be in in the Lord, and uh, enjoy prosperity while you can. But when hard times strike, realize uh, that both come from God. Remember that nothing is sure in life. And he goes on to say that I saw good people get hurt, Uh uh, wicked people live long, Uh young couples get their lives, you know, good people get their lives terminated quickly, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I really believe that it, it's in the part two of how the person's soul's words mm. too. You know, if he sends out, mm. um, he sends out blessings and grace, and there's right. tools to live uh, and with insurance to live a good life, and we're, that's what we're doing. We're tapping into those tools. Praying, praying for the wicked that if they're slated to come into the heaven of God, that they will be connected with their heavenly Father. I'm getting a lot of success on that method. It's praying for others real quickly. Doesn't have to labor a lot. You see, the problem is that is that we we have the same problem and we don't seem to finish the project praying for somebody and it goes on months and weeks and years mm-hmm. and you just you know it just doesn't seem you know we're made for achievement. God mm-hmm. has made us to, to conquer, achieve, and move on. Conquer, achieve. And learning how to pray properly, according to the book of Job, is that we pray that they get reinstated. New Testament calls it intercession. Oh, look, look ladies walking good. Reinstated with God, that the person gets reinstated with their Heavenly Father, connected originally the way they were sent down from Heaven. You know, people say their angels came down from Heaven, took the bodies... And we, we ask God, if we intercede for the person. If the person not paying for God. We intercede for them that they get hooked up mm. or they don't know. Or God puts the way that he'll get hooked up back. And, Amen. And, and Daniel says, those who turn many to righteousness will shine like the stars in the sky. Amen. Forever and ever. Beautiful. So, you know, it's also... And, he,
1: and the scripture says, he who saves souls is wise.
0: Yes. And so we're having victory... And freedom in this type of prayer.
1: Amen. You Amen. know, yeah. You know,
0: and we're not like always with the same violin towards God. And God already right. has given us the tools yeah. to say, "Hey, capture yeah. this. Start enjoying your life. Enjoy the fruit of your labor. Open your ears, your heart. Move forward."
1: Yeah, and I, I, re- I heard. In I a
0: eat te- the cookies and drink the yeah. coffee.
1: I either read or heard uh, in a teaching from a uh, pastor that said. You know, you wanna you wanna pray. You, I think it was Bill Johnson. He said, "Pray for what God wants to happen." You know, He asks us to pray for the harvest, for the laborers are few. You know, but you know, pray for rain when you see rain. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just pray for what He His concerns are too. You know, His concerns that not one should perish.
0: Prodigal sons. Yeah, prodigal to come on
1: back in. He His desires to prosper this country. So we mm-hmm. pray for the country.
0: I'm just, you know, yeah.
1: You know, so we don't curse our country. You know, we know we have a new leadership. We're going to have to bless our country and, and bless the leadership as well. That God would come into that White House. That righteous will rule this country. But I like it here where it says, because uh, he's talking about, I, the teacher, have seen everything in this life, including death of good young people and the life of the wicked people. It says so. Don't be good, too good or too wise, but on the other hand, don't be too wicked either. Don't be a fool. Why die before your time? But this is the, this is the, the the nugget here is, pay attention to these instructions for anyone, okay, who fears God will avoid both extremes. Mm, will yeah. avoid, you know, fear God, not be afraid of him, but worship the Lord, and and know he's the sovereign King. And um, praise Him for the difficulties. They're
0: both extremes. Right. So we'll avoid those things. Or, yeah. or trying to be like the Pope. Right. The other, right. Let's just Extremely dangerous.
1: Yeah, so let's just um, get the instructions and the wisdom of God that comes through the Word and avoid those extremes of dying before your time. You know, God doesn't want people to die before their time. But like you said, words have life. You know, people who fear, oh, I fear if I'm driving out here, this is going to happen. Or I fear that, you know, this is going to take place. It happened in my family. All of those fears come into play. So you put your eyes on the word of God, which is the truth and the way, which is our Jesus Christ. And we prosper because we're under the umbrella of grace. And we keep ourselves under the umbrella of grace where we know we're protected. You know, we know he's with us. We know he's going to provide for us. You know, we know that he's got peace for us—a supply of unlimited peace. That there's unlimited blessings that came from the finished work of Jesus Christ for every situation.
0: There's a verse right here. Amen. Um, eight five. <sighs> well, first eight one. Wisdom lights up a person's face. We mm-hmm. should soften his heart. Oh yeah, I right like that. Yeah. I
1: under—I underlined that too. But then, if
0: you go to five, it says. Uh, those who obey Him will not be punished. Those who are wise will find a time and a way to do what is right. Oh, I love that person. A time and a way to do what is right. Amen. We will not, you know. For there's a time and a way for everything, even when a person's in trouble. You know, a time and a way. So mm-hmm. that's, that's where the Jabez prayer comes in, we pray, it, you know, O Lord God, that you would bless me indeed, No, we're asking for a time and a way, and enlarge my territory that I may receive that blessing, prosper me, restore, Lord, that your hand be upon me, because there's also evil reigning, okay, that your hand, the coverings of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus be upon us, It will keep us from evil, and that it may not harm us. That we will go out and have a good time and and give two-minute sermons to people.
1: Yeah. You know, and it it goes on to say, uh, you say, A time and a way to do what is right, for there is a time and a way for everything, even when a person's in trouble.
0: You know, he said it, yes. And look at what he says. Remember what he says that... uh, you know, a lot of people vow to God to do this, walk yeah. on their knees, and this right. is, and then the person over here uh, en- enjoys life, and there has a drink here and there, and just enjoys life, but he's neutral in, in, in not judging people. Right. This guy is, you know, has gone overboard. The, you know, this one just refers to enjoy the fruit of his labor, enjoy the family, and go forward and thank God. And we condemn the guy because he's not out here paying his tithes and, and helping us, right. you know, and everything. But he's taking care of his family and is enjoying right. a football game without any, any, you know, he's just enjoying his existence. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be fretting about, fretting about what the gospel says to harvest or enjoying your existence. See, so you have to have wisdom for those two. Yeah, that's right. I, I've been torn on both camps. Last night I enjoyed the game without any guilt.
1: Amen.
0: Oh, that's, you know, it's years and years. Oh, i got to be on my knees praying. Yeah. Or
1: uh-huh.
0: God uh, is good. Yeah, Hallelujah. And,
1: and uh, again, if he reiterates But even though a person sins a hundred times and still lives a long time, I know that those who fear God will be better off. Um, over here, it's in number. Oh, it's on this Amen. Page. Yeah, will be those who fear God, who reverence Him, Worship him in spirit and in truth, you know. We'll be we're going to be better off. It's a great, it's great.
0: Um, Now, now remember, people say that this was his earthly opinion that that he was pessimistic, yeah. Okay, but he's hitting on such beautiful points, right?
1: Right, and it says here, their days will never grow long like the evening shadows, you know. Mm. So, um, when you're in despair and there's, there's, you know. Tragedies and there's all these things, you know. You're going through things, you know. It's when you read that it says their days will never grow. We're we're still better off even because we're under the covering of God, and we know that God's working everything out for good. We know that God turns evil to good. We know that God is. uh, Joy comes in the morning. Mm -hmm. Joy comes in the morning. So you know, it, it we're far better off under the umbrella of the kingdom. And seeking the wisdom of God, and 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 you know, understanding our righteousness and whose we are, that will help us in this lifetime on this earth, under the sun.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, one more thing, um, I love this verse. It says, "Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun." Amen. And then and your wife. It says, "The wife God gives you is a reward." for Amen. all your earthly toil whatever you do do well for when you go to the grave there will be no work or planning or knowledge so what I, well, while I'm down here instead of complaining about my work um you know I got to be rejoiced of and do it unto the lord the way the scripture says in, in colossians everything we do do it unto the lord right that's kind of what pokes out at me there
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: um and and here's another good you hear the fastest runner doesn't always win the race and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. Um, yeah, so it's not always that person who we think is going to, uh, you know, the fastest runner. I mean, God can position you to, to do great things, uh, to be, you know, he's put the DNA inside of us to have that greatness inside of us. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever our destiny is, the, the minute we begin to, seek God and ask for clarity about where he wants to place you or what he wants you to do, then, then you begin to, to be a, a good runner. You begin to have, um, you know, you can you can win the battles if you don't have, you know, you may not have 15 degrees in theology, but you know who, your righteousness, you know, and that is worth so much more, you know, than having a degree on the wall that says you know this scripture and that scripture. If you don't know who the righteousness then you know, you you learn by your righteousness to become a strong warrior. So um, that's that's really important that we know that God will, you know, like Gideon. Gideon he he didn't think he was capable of doing what God said, and God called him a mighty valor man of God. Um, mighty man of God. So you know, God will use whomever, whoever. And he will give you the he will equip you and, and instruct you and and bring you to that to that place of the the, the, the mountain, the high mountain. Regardless Amen. of your past past family things, past education, whatever. You may not have any education but God can use you.
0: And let me go ahead and read today's study, Ecclesiastics seven, one through four. Many people are Avoid thinking about death, refuse to face it, and avoid attending funerals. Solomon is not encouraging us to think morbidly, but he knows that it is helpful to think soberly about death or or life itself. It reminds us that we still have time to change, time to examine the direction of our lives, and time to confess our sins and find forgiveness from God because everyone will eventually die. It makes sense to plan ahead in order to experience God's mercy rather than His justice. Solomon's advice here seems to contradict his early observation that it is good to eat, drink, find satisfaction in one's work to enjoy what God has given. But this is not necessarily a contradiction. We should certainly enjoy, and that was in Ecclesiastes 5.18, We should certainly enjoy what we have, but we also need to realize that adversity is around the corner. Adversity reminds us that life is short, teaches us to live wisely, and refines our character. Christianity and Judaism see values in suffering and sorrow. It is a refining fire. Most would agree that we learn more about God from difficult times than from happy times. Do you try to boys suffering okay no we praise God for the problems mm-hmm. you know whatever mm-hmm. it is God has our yeah. back
1: yeah there was one more point here that I um, that I was just it, it caught my eye but, but when people read the scripture they say okay let's see where does it start it's in number 11 towards the end of the before we get to the end of the, the reading um, it says, it is all, um, the, the the wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily yeah. wealthy, and those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It says, it is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. So, I guess, uh, when he says it's all decided by chance, I, I, I put a no there, because um, we're not living... In a life of chance we have um, you know Jesus is not by chance when he ordains your life it's already ordained there's no chance to that
0: but you know in my sales career when I sold real estate okay. I realized that I can catch up to success and chance by being diligent up early at task and prayer and uh, stay on the cutting edge and you can get extremely uh, 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 skillful at at making money and so forth. There's a cutting edge out there, the chance and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then if you look at it, did, did it do me any good back? It backfired. You know. It wasn't built on the mm-hmm. right foundation. I didn't have a ministry where I can mm-hmm. teach others. It was just consuming it on my own. Anyway. Yeah.
1: And, and And that's important though. This is important because... It's God that we pray and we, we, you know, we ask Him to place us at the right place at the right time doing the right things of God, what He wants us to do, and it's not a chance thing. It's a God. God is not a God of chance. No. Know?
0: It's yeah. a different ball game with Jesus Christ who went to the cross, so we have to be careful when we read this. Yeah.
1: But yeah. This, this book.
0: Okay, we're going to go ahead and read from the easy-to-read version. Now, what was that? uh, Where did we start? That was Ecclesiastics 5 or 7? 7? 6. Where was it at? I'm talking to myself here. Let me see. Ecclesiastics. Yeah, 7 through 918. Let's see with uh, uh easy to read or the good news bible. It just flows so easily.
1: Oh, we ate all the salsa
0: Good news bible. And let's go to Ecclesiastic seven. Okay, this this let's take a route somewhere. Okay, ready. Ecclesiastic 7.1. A good reputation is better than expensive perfume, and the day you die is better than the day you were born. It is better to go to a home where there is mourning than to when, when there is a party, because the living should always remind themselves that death is waiting for us all. Sorrow is better than laughter. It may sadden your face, but it sharpens your understanding. Someone who is always thinking about happiness is a fool. A wise person thinks about death. It is better to have wise people reprimand you than have stupid people sing your praises. When a fool laughs, it is like thorns crackling on a fire. It doesn't mean a thing. You may be wise, but if you cheat someone, you are acting like a fool. If you take a bribe, you ruin your character. The end of anything is better than its beginning. Patience is better than pride. The end of anything is better than its beginning. Patience is better than pride. Keep your temper under control. It is foolish to harbor a grudge. Ah, Never ask, oh, why were things so much better in the old days? It's not an intelligent question. Everyone who lives ought to be wise. It is good as receiving an inheritance. Living wise is as good as receiving an inheritance and will give you as much security as money can. Wisdom keeps you safe. This is the advantage of knowledge. Think about what God has done. How can anyone straighten out what God has made crooked? When things are going well for you, be glad. And when trouble comes, just remember God sends both happiness and trouble. You never know what is good, what is going to happen next. My life has been useless, but in it I have seen everything. Some good people may die while others live on, even though they are evil. So don't be too good or too wise. Why kill yourself? But don't be too wicked or too foolish either. Why die before you have to? Avoid both extremes. If you have reverence for God, you will be successful anyway. Wisdom does does more for a person than ten rulers can do for a city. Thank you, Lord, for reverence to God. There is no one on earth who does what is right all the time and never makes a mistake. Don't pay attention to everything people say. You may hear your servant insulting you, and you know yourself that you have insulted other people many times. I used my wisdom to test all of this. I was determined to be wise, but it was beyond me. How can anyone discover what life means? It's too deep for us, too hard to understand. But I devoted myself to knowledge and study. I was determined to find wisdom and the answers to my questions and to learn how the wicked and foolish how wicked and stu- foolish stupidity is, I found someone more bitter than death. I found something more bitter than death. The woman who is like a trap, the love she offers you will catch you like a net, and her arms around you will hold you like a chain. A man who pleases God can get away. But she will catch the sinner. Yes, says the philosopher. I found this out little by little while I was looking for answers. I have looked for other answers, but I have found none. I found one man in a thousand that I could respect, but not one woman. This is all I have learned. God made us plain and simple, but we have made ourselves very complicated. Only the wise know what things really mean. Wisdom makes them smile, makes their frowns disappear. Do what the king says and don't make any rash promises to God. The king can do anything he likes, so depart from his presence. Don't stay in such a dangerous place. The king acts with authority and no one can challenge what he does. As long as you obey his commands, you are safe. And a wise person knows how and when to do it. There is a right time and a right way to do everything, but we know so little. There is a right time and a right way to do everything, but we know so little. None of us know what is going to happen, and there is no one to tell us. No one can keep from dying or put off the day of death. That is a battle we cannot escape. We cannot cheat our way out. I saw all this when, when I thought about the things that are done in the world. A world where some people have power and others have to suffer under them. Yes, I have seen the wicked buried in their graves, but on the way back from the cemetery people praise them in the very city where they did their evil. It is useless. Why do people commit crimes so readily? Because crimes is not punished quickly enough. A sinner may commit a hundred crimes and still live. Oh yes, I know what they say. If you obey God, everything will be alright, but it will not go well for the wicked. Their life is like a shadow and they will die young because they do not obey God. But this is nonsense. Look at what happens in the world. Sometimes the righteous get the punishment of the wicked and the wicked get the reward of the righteous. I say, it is useless. So I am convinced that we should enjoy ourselves because the only pleasure we have in this life is eating and drinking and enjoying ourselves. We can eat at least, we can at least do this as we labor during the life that God has given us in this world. Whenever I try to become wise and learn what a good, what goes on in the world, I realize that you could stay awake night and day and never be able to understand what God is doing. However hard you try, you will never find out. The wise may claim to know, but they don't know. Chapter 9 I thought long and hard about all this and saw that God controls the actions of wise and righteous people, even their love and their hate. No one knows anything about what lies ahead. It makes no difference the same fate comes to the righteous and the wicked to the good and the bad to those who are religious and to those who are not to those who offer sacrifices and those who do not a good person is no better off than a sinner one who takes an oath is no better than one who does not one fate comes to all alike and this is as wrong as anything that happens in the world as long as people live their minds are full of evil and madness and suddenly they die But anyone who is alive in the world of the living has some hope. Anyone who is alive in the world of the living has some hope. A live dog is better than a dead lion. Yes, the living know they are going to die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward. They are completely forgotten. Their love, their hate, their passions all die with them. They will never again take part in everything that God that happens in this world. Go ahead, eat your food and be happy. Drink your wine and be cheerful. It's all right with God. Always look happy and cheerful. Enjoy life with the woman you love as long as you live the useless life that God has given you in this world. Enjoy every useless day of it because that is all you will get for all your trouble. Work hard at whatever you do because there will be no action, no thought, no knowledge, no wisdom in the world of the dead and that is where you are going. I realize another thing that in this world fast runners do not always win the race and the brave do not always win the battle. The wise do not always earn a living, intelligent people do not always get rich, and capable people do not always rise to high positions. Bad luck happens to everyone. You never know when your time is coming. Like birds suddenly caught in a trap, like fish caught in a net, we are trapped at some evil moment when we least expect it. There is something else I saw, a good example of how wisdom is regarded in this world. There was a little town without many people in it. A powerful king attacked it, surrounded it, and prepared to break through the walls someone lived there who was poor but so clever that he could have saved the town but no one thought about him i had always said that wisdom is better than strength but no one thinks of the poor as the as wise or pays any attention to what they say it is better to listen to the quiet words of a wise person than to the shouts of a ruler at a council of fools wisdom does more good than weapons But one sinner can undo a lot of good. Okay, that was from the good news. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God, for uh, today's reading on September the 4th, the second half of uh, part two of September the 4th. Lord, give us ears to hear. Help us hear the voice that's in our voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Help me to hear the Holy Spirit, Lord. Give us ear to receive, and humble enough to humble us to receive your your message to us, Lord. That we may not miss the honor of the time taken, Lord. Of that we take, Lord, to learn your word. Give us the fruit of our labor, Lord God, and humble us that we may receive your honor, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Uh, 2 Corinthians 7, 8 to 16, I, Paul, am not sorry that I sent that severe letter to you, Corinthians, though I was sorry at first, but I know it was painful to you for a little while. Now I'm glad I it, sent it, not because it hurt you, but because the pain caused you to repent and change your ways. It was the kind of sorrow God wants his people to have so you were not harmed by us in any way. For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There's no regret for that kind of sorrow. But worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. Just see what the godly sorrow produced in you. Such earnestness, such concern to clear yourselves, such indignation, such alarm, such longing to see me such zeal and such a readiness to punish wrong. You showed that you have done everything necessary to make things right. My purpose then was not to write about who did the wrong or who was wronged. I wrote to you so that in the sight of God you could see for yourselves how loyal you are to us. We've been greatly encouraged by this. In addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was about the way all of you welcomed him and set his mind at ease. I had told him how proud I was of you, and you didn't disappoint me. I've always told you the truth, and now my boasting to Titus has proved true. Now he cares for you more than ever, when he remembers the way all of you obeyed him and welcomed him with such fear and deep respect. I am very happy now because I have complete confidence in you. Amen.
0: Amen. Let me go ahead and read today's study on 2 Corinthians 7, 8 through 11. So you can get your thoughts together before I ask you for your commentary. Okay. Anna. Paul Paul mentions here a severe letter that he had written earlier to confront the Corinthians about some sins they needed to deal with. This letter has been lost, but apparently it had caused the people to turn from sin and change course. Wow, I didn't know there were lost letters of Paul, too. For sorrow for our sins can result in change behavior. Many people are sorry only for the effects of their sins. Check that out. Or being caught. They're sorry for that. Wow. This is sorrow which lacks repentance. Compare Peter's remorse and repentance with Judah's bitterness and suicide. Both denied Christ. One repented and was restored to faith and service. And the other took his own life. Paul affirmed that Corinthians for their right response for this, his correction. It's difficult to accept criticism, correction, or rebuke with poise and grace. It is much more natural to be defensive and then counterattack. We can accept criticism with self-pity, thinking we don't really deserve it. We can be angry and resentful but a mature Christian should be gracious graciously accept criticism, sincerely, evaluate it, and grow from it. Have you been criticized recently? How have you reacted? What benefits can you derive from it? Okay, Anna, give me some feedback, please. Uh, well, it's
1: interesting how he said it was like he rebuked them for whatever they were what was going on. I don't know what they were doing, but um... He sent a letter just calling them on what they were doing. And that caused them to turn their minds towards God back again. So, um, I mean, we do have to have correction in our lives. um, Because we're not always right. And, And that's a good thing. It's, I guess, how... How we accept the criticism, you know, do you do it with grace? Do you do it with humbleness? Do you, do you accept it right away? I think in a human way, that's not always the case. I know myself, I've been, you know, when I was criticized, I would get defensive or, or whatever, and that's just the na- normal instincts of human beings, that they don't want to be criticized.
0: Well, we yes.
1: And so, you know, I think something can be said from this is that, you know... Um, You know, it turned around for him. In this case, it really worked for them. You know, they basically turned their their away from the sin that was happening, um, and all, all was okay. But he said uh, it was hard for him to do it for a little while. Okay, I was. It says I was sorry at first, for I know it was painful to you for a little while. So sometimes it's painful for a little while, I guess, and then you just, you know, you if your heart it changes. It changes in time.
0: But Again, there's some
1: people that just can't take press-up, period.
0: But you know, yeah. um, God has deposited, it just came to me as you were talking, that God has deposited love into our hearts, uh-huh. that it goes deeper than our hurts and our, and our actions and our evaluations and justice. Uh, earlier we were talking about in uh, Psalm 82 where it says God sits among the council in the heavens so the gods in the heavens you know so in other words the we sit at the seat of the of God's love in our hearts and then we see our past life and that's that's the one that's getting criticized our past life yeah so why should we defend a dead person a person that was yeah he was wrong He was a sinner. That was his natural. He couldn't avoid it. That's the only operating system he had until he became born again. Right. Okay? So then you say, Did you steal it? Yep. Did you drink it? Yep. Did you connive it? Yep. Everything? Yep. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I agree. I was a sinner, a conniver, a jiver. And that's a a rightful response. But when I'm trying to, to get the defense, try to say, No, no, I did this. You know, no, I my, I was a sinner, and I needed salvation, and God came and, and saved me and set me right. I, and I continue to mess up. I get angry, I get lonely, tired, defensive, uh, but I have to find out that my bottom operating system is Christ is there. Amen. His love is there. Yeah. And, and I acknowledge this. I incinerate by acknowledging. I'm still,
1: I'm still okay. It's okay that I messed up. Yeah. Uh, thank God I'm a mess up.
0: I'm a righteousness of God in Christ, Christ Jesus the free, anyway. The enemy has tricked us so much yeah. that he wants to use our our selfishness of Christ yeah. to defend ourselves, and it's you know condemnation of our own self. Yeah. That's a habit.
1: That's what the problem is.
0: Self pity. Yeah, it's, it's, you
1: it's no it doesn't feel good when you're sitting there condemning yourself, saying, you know, oh, you know, you just, and you ponder on that, and it stays in your mind to where to the point where it does make you. That's why it doesn't feel good to get the criticism, because you're pondering it on so much, you start to feel even worse. But yeah. when you say, I'm the righteousness of God of Christ Jesus, okay, I missed the mark. You know, you, that's covered by the it, blood. I miss I've been forgiven, and yeah. I accept
0: the forgiveness. forgiveness you know, the, the, beautiful. The, the beauty of the problem would be is to acknowledge your 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 foundation again.
1: Yeah, because then...
0: Take it to, to Christ.
1: When the condemnation sets in, I've turned my head away from God, and I put it on the enemy's tactics. So this way I'm putting my eyes on God on the finished work of Christ.
0: Yeah. That there is
1: now no more condemnation when you're in Christ Jesus. Period.
0: Amen. Amen. So, but but you know for, for so many years we have tried yeah. the wrong tools yeah. of self-defense. That's why yeah. And you know we it, we're not to blame, you yeah. know. We you, we we did the right choice when we accepted Jesus and we and we just we said, Lo, yeah, I'm guilty. I'm yeah, wrong. And this is it
1: was the right kind of sorrow God wants his people to have so you were not harmed by us in any way. Or the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation.
0: Yeah, it results in love for what God has done, you know, be rightfully for, yeah. you know, you, you you actually say I I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses my right. my, my soul, right. my salvation. I'm, I'm whole through Christ Jesus. So you're calling those things that are not as so. Yeah. I am clean. I am sanctified in Christ Jesus. Yeah. His finished work at the cross was enough to get me purified. Brilliantly purified. I am brilliantly purified because the seed of my heart is lit up. So, I, I, you know, I don't take condemnation from the enemy of Satan. I thank him when he starts condemning me. Oh, thank you. Praise, yes, I am a misfit. Hallelujah. <laughs> and that's Without my,
1: that, I wouldn't need to say because it says, there's no... Um, worldly sorrow lacks repentance and results in spiritual death. So, if well, I... So,
0: what's, what's the... Lacks repentance because they're using the wrong tools to, to justify themselves. Right. Remember pride? Yeah,
1: self pride. Anger, right. resentment.
0: Or who would have said it gets mad because your 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 uh, your your pride is identified. You're mad because you're identifying the person's uh character defects. And you I don't like it. Right. You know, you're 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 attacking my defense system, so it had to be right. I had to, you know, try to find something about you and say something that just combumbered you. But it's so easy. Jesus is so easy that people say, well, what's God's will for my life? You know, God's will is, we overhit the mark. Mm -hmm. His His will for us is to be kind, Mm -hmm. kind to ourselves, Mm -hmm. kind to others, Mm -hmm. and love. Another word for
1: love. You said something very important. I got the love of God in my heart. Mm -hmm. So the defense mechanisms kick in when, when you don't know that. And, you know, your identity gets lost in, you know, trying to defend that you are good. But since God's called you good, you're already good. And that's why sometimes people, you know... But was
0: I bad? Yeah, I was bad. I was a sinner, and I continue but, and I continue to mess up. Yeah, but it still does not uh, take away my foundation.
1: But my identity in Christ says I am a, I am uh, righteous. I have overcome. That's, amen. The enemy is under my feet. I am uh, growing like a palm tree. Amen. You know, I am prospering in my soul, even as uh, in my health, and even amen. as my soul prospers. So. You know, all the negative thoughts somebody speaks out about you causes those defensive mechanisms Or if to go I'm up. speaking
0: negative thoughts of others, yeah. too. If I'm critical and so forth, I give that man five bucks, and I say, well, you know, that like guy was smoking a cigar, and that was just a line that he uses that's been working for him pretty good. I need food for my children and so forth. But I gave him the benefit of the doubt, and I told him God was going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, if you you got to pray for me if that's not true. I think that's what I told him. If you lie to me, you're going to have to pray for me. You know, you're going to have to work for this. He goes, I'm going to... And then he had a line for that one, too. And right away he says, I'm going to pray for you anyway, regardless. So, you know.
1: I didn't get the feeling about the man.
0: You didn't get the feeling that he was off? No. That he was a con artist? No. Well, there you go. There's a person that has love of God, but he still likes his cigars. Yeah,
1: right. I thought, he didn't stop to say, do you have money? Nothing.
0: He, just, he, just, he, he was just threw passing it out by. There. He he, was, threw it out he, was he didn't almost, turn
1: around and say, "Give me money." He,
0: he said, "I'm gonna go try to
1: feed my grandchildren." I—I kind of just—I mean. Hey,
0: we got a few bucks. We like to join yeah, in.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. Um, I had a black guy <laughs> uh me He had at an one umbrella.
1: Time. He had—you know—three
0: in the morning in, in Stockton. Oh no, over there in Oakland. I'm delivering, and and there already has been three reports of of. Uh, Wallace taken and and pe- truck drivers being uh, assaulted,
1: uh-huh.
0: and this big old black guy is coming towards me, and I'm pounding on the door in the on the, on the alley there, to so the guys to open, uh-huh. and he comes real close, and I like that and I look at him, and he goes, Hey man, you wouldn't have to have some money, I gotta feed my kids or something. Uh huh. I mean, was he feeding his feet at uh-huh. three in the morning? Man, I gave him five bucks, and he jumped and he hugged me. <laughs> <laughs> Started crying, baby. Well, you don't like. He started crying. Wow. See and he he, goes, that was real, he right? Goes, There's a bakery down there for five bucks I can get a kind oh. and it's open and he ran down there. He started he hugged me, cried, babe. Mm.
1: You know, it, it's like I always remember what Joseph says is that um, it's better to to do it. Yeah, and, and fact. not and not, you know, if somebody's who are we to say that person's
0: situation? Amen, you know, and and I always thank those guys for having the courage to ask me, you know. I I had reverse pride. I wouldn't even ask. I had too much pride, you know. They would say, open up. When a person doesn't open up and say, hey, I did wrong, and then the second part is, I need help. Can you help me? That's asking God. I've done wrong. I shouldn't have drank and said those things. I need help. Because if he doesn't say that, he's bound to do it again. And needs he, he opened up. He needs to to have God put that, on that opening, go in there, and give him a a, a holding force. Mm. Uh, okay, pray the Psalms. Reflect on how God has protected you and loved you. Take time to remember, and think about who could be encouraged by it. <laughs> I mean, Dave, you thought about a couple of things? I thought about how you saved me when I spun out on the, on the ramp, ramp oh. when it was raining at 65 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah, me too.
1: I, there was one time I spun out with my turquoise LeBaron in San Jose on the 680 freeway. Yeah. And there was no cars. No cars. Oh, no. If they were, they were far away. You, thought, you just reminded me of that when you said spun out. And then there was another time when I know I came home and I know it was the angels. And I came home and I said the angel was with me because it was this big truck, it was bumper to bumper traffic, and there's this big truck that kind of swung around like this, and came this close to hitting me, but I made it to the off side of the pavement. But when that was taking place, I was not in the normal realm because
0: it was slow motion. I remember I was with the, uh, I was changing lanes, and I, I was, uh, I was changing lanes with the semi, you know, all of a sudden traffic was stopping, and I changed lanes to the other side, I don't know, I don't know why I changed, I didn't see it, but they were stopped, or they stopped all of a sudden, you know, cars, and I got a semi, with a big old trailer, and I hit the brakes and closed my eyes, because I thought I was going to slam into that car. <laughs> Nothing.
1: I didn't hit him Kind of like that Sully thing, huh? That was that was. Oh, that's a miracle. That is so beautiful. That yeah. was the Lord's hand was with him. The Lord's hand was with him they kept, in that.
0: They, they kept calm time. and they knew the yeah. basics. That's when, um. when when sin happens with us, we stay calm and we know the basics. You know, the turmoil is once a horrific situation. Yeah. You need to to praise the Lord. Thank God I'm a misfit. Get yeah. back on course. Psalm 48, 1 through 14. How great is the Lord, how, how deserving of praise in the city of our God who sits in his holy mountain. It is high and magnificent. The whole earth rejoices to see it. Mount Zion, the holy mountain, in the city of a great king. Psalm 48, 1 through 14. Verse 3. God himself is in Jerusalem towers, revealing himself as his defender. The king of the earth joins forces and advances against the city, but kings, but when they saw it, they were stunned, they were terrified, and ran away. They were gripped with terror and withered in pain like a woman in labor. They, you destroy them like a mighty ship of Tarshish shattered by a powerful east wind. We had heard of the city's glory, but now we have seen it for ourselves. The city of the Lord of heaven's armies. It is the city of our God. He will make it safe forever. We have heard of the city's glory, but now we have seen it ourselves. The city of the Lord of Heaven's armies. It is the city of our God. He will make it safe forever. O God, we meditate on your unfailing love as we worship in your temple. O God, we meditate on your unfailing love as we worship in your temple. As your name deserves, O God, you will be praised to the ends of the earth. Your strong right hand is filled with victory. As your name deserves, O God, you will be praised in the ends of the earth. Your strong right hand is filled with victory. Let the people of Mount Zion rejoice. Let all the towns of Judah be glad because of your justice. Go! inspect the city of Jerusalem, walk around and count the many towers. Take note of the fortified walls and tour all the citadels, citadels that you may describe them to future generations. For that is what God is like. He is our God forever and ever. He will guide us until we die. Amen. You Notice how it says right here, you humble yourself by, by meditating on God's unfailing love and worship Him. As you do this, and as His name deserves, O oh God, He will be praised to the end of the earth. And then His strong, Jesus' right strong hand is filled with victory. And His victory alone, see, that's what one thing our pride doesn't let us give. We humble ourselves, we worship Him. We make ourselves think of His unfailing love and His faithfulness. And then we praise Him. And then we acknowledge His strong right hand, which His salvation, has filled with victory. We are victorious in Christ Jesus because of what He has done, not anything we have done. It's all Jesus. It's all victory. Proverbs twenty-two, seventeen, nineteen 19 says, Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instructions. It is good to keep the sayings in your heart, memorized, and always ready on your lips. I am teaching you today, yes, you, so you will trust in the Lord. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Okay, I'm going to...